Welcome to the Tell Me Something Good podcast, your weekly dose of something inspiring, something entertaining, and something good. We're your hosts, Brett Cortell and Paolo, and together, we want to help you take your life way beyond the ordinary. So lean in, listen up, and let us inspire you. Hello. Welcome to the Tell Me Something Good podcast with Brett and Paolo. Am I allowed to say my own name or? No, that was a very passive aggressive move by me there to control the situation. <laughs> really was. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was just being polite and, you know. Assuming I can't well, speak for myself? <sighs> this isn't going well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are we talking about today? Welcome, everyone. See, that was awkward. <laughs> Thanks for that being here. Awkward as- Maybe I should take this over. Yeah, just try that. I'm, I'm really put off by what is in front of me right now. Okay. Um, which we will get to. Yes. So I'm a little uh, flustered. I am not. I am comfortable and just loving this moment. You will find out shortly. So welcome back to Tell Me Something Good. Good hand clap. Hand clap. Oh, and a little (laughs) click. God, I am obsessed with that this week. You're probably going to hear it again. Um, But today we are going to start something new. We decided that once a month we are going to do a wellness trend spotlight. So if you don't know, Paolo and I are both in the wellness industry. Paolo, what do you do? I am a personal trainer, fitness studio owner, um, and general fitness guru. I hate that word. That was so obnoxious. I hate that word. I'm cringing. I'm just, I'm just, you know, being facetious. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? So I am a health and wellness coach, um, and also a wellness blogger, and together we have... The answers to everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Don't I wish. Wouldn't life be so much easier? Yeah, it would. Um, we do not have the answers to everything, but we do have a lot of experiences. Yes. And that's a big part of what we want to share with you here. We are not sharing expert advice. We are not doctors. Mm-hmm. We do not believe that what we do is what everybody should do. We are just sharing our experiences in the right. hopes that it's, help, it's helpful. And I think that's something that a lot of people overlook, um, that experience really is the key. And it's not necessarily how long you've been doing it. It's how many people you've seen, how many different situations come up. And it's something we, you know, we discuss with our new trainers at the studio a lot when they first come in. It's like, you're gonna, you can read all the books you want, but nothing's going to beat having someone come in with a condition you've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Then you're all of a sudden experienced in it. You know, I had, I had no experience with um, hip replacements. I've had three or four clients with them now, and I, I know I know the protocol. I mean, it changes for each person, but still. So having the experience that we bring is just years of working with people from all over the map in terms of ailments and conditions and whatnot. So yeah, that's where we come from. We're not know-it-alls by any means. Yeah, and I think it's a passion for both of us. So, yeah. you know, I've just spent a ton of time um, reading about a lot of this stuff. And, um, so that's really where we come from. Yeah. And I do want to start us off though with something good, which is what we're going to do every week. And today is Paolo's day. So this one is a little bit of a follow up to the second act, which was that I see we're so we record a week in advance. Was that two ago? ago. Mm -hmm. So I went to the studio to see my brother. Um, he was my music partner. Um, we, we're like, one direction we never officially broke up but we just kind of started mm. going our own paths hadn't seen him in like two years 
maybe more actually. And his daughter, who I used to see for like three to five times a week, every, you know, all day from the minute she was born till about two and a half years ago. Um, she didn't even recognize me. Mm. It's been that long. And I have hair now too. Um, and it was just really interesting. Just I felt my own personal growth. So he had no idea about what I've been going through aside from, you know, had to listen to this podcast, obviously. Um, aside from seeing little tidbits on social media and stuff, he didn't know what, you know, everything I've been going through uh, the last few years. And our relationship has always been, you know, he's about, tw- kill me for telling him, he's about 20 years older than me. Um, so I was always like the, the little brother and I always kind of felt that. And it was the first time I ever felt like I was my own man, you know. I didn't feel that way anymore. I felt really confident just being in the studio again, whereas I used to be kind of, I felt like the sidekick. He never really made me feel like that, but just just how I felt being that younger brother kind of vibe. Um, But it was just really, really fun and exciting for me to feel that growth in myself that, hey, I'm, you know, I really have grown as a person. Do you think the distance kind of... Yes, so I I think that definitely helped. You know, know, Andrea was kind of, saying well you guys why do you guys not see each other so long and it's kind of like he probably felt i needed space because i wasn't reaching out and and you know being proactive myself so you know both of us are to blame for it um but yeah i i felt i needed to step away and just become my own man and become my own person i think that's growing up too you know like that's such a big part of these lessons that we learn you know as we get older and grow So what's your, do you have like a takeaway from that or, you know, just something that you kind of want to share? Well, yeah, like with the second act thing, like nothing's ever concrete, you know, nothing's ever over. You can, you know, make adjustments in your life and then go back to situations you used to be involved in and you you look at them from a different perspective. And it's, you know, it it really is just a reminder of like things are always going to be okay as long as you stay true to yourself, you know? Do you think you will have a relationship with him now? Oh, absolutely, or yeah, yeah, yeah. A... Yeah, it, it felt like being home again. Mm. You know, caught up with his wife and everything very, very quickly. I got all the music files I needed, which was the main, <laughs> the main reason I was there um, for my new music project. And it really got me amped about getting back into the studio. I kind of got my validation from him that, you know, I'm going to go and do my own thing and, you know, he's going to support me. He's doing his own thing. I'm going to be supporting him. And it's, you know, it was just, it was, it was kind of like, there was almost like an elephant in the room when we weren't even in the room together, if that makes sense. Like, you know, we're both still there for each other, but we're doing our own thing. Mm, that's you know? great. Yeah. Um, I think too, I've, I've heard this before and I, I really feel like this is so true. You know, you're good friends when you can go like a really long time with speaking oh, yeah. rarely or not speaking at all. And then you come back together and it's like, nothing happened. Nothing yeah. happens. I think there's such a beauty in that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. All right. So well, you're, you're so up first, So now we're right? going to talk about celery juice. Yeah, that's what I've got in front of me right now. It's just And so there's something exciting. floating in it too. And I'm, uh, yeah. I so it is. I have, fun fact, I have been trying celery juice for a while. Um, but the first thing we're going to do today is we oh, are going to stinks. have... We're going to have Paolo. I have a... Don't... Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. I know you're going to film this. I have a um, I have a glass of celery juice, just a little bit in front of Paolo. And uh, what are your thoughts, Paolo? Can you share? Well, firstly, share it's it doesn't smell very nice. It smells like... Celery? No, it smells like a damp barn 
where okay. a horse has taken a dump wow. and sat in it. Wow. And it's been raining. With some hay sprinkled in? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now he's going now to Now I'm really getting the, the hay notes here. And now he's going to drink oh it. Oh my gosh, should I do a shot or should I sip it? Can't wait. I would, I would do a shot. Frankly. Really? Oh, is that bad? Well, maybe sip it. You don't have to have well, all this of it. I'm just This very... was tequila last night. Now it's it's green stuff. Well, that's what you have after the tequila to wash it all out. Get it all out of there. All right, should I do it? I didn't give you too much because you go run into the bathroom. So we is don't, want, we don't really? want that. You well, tell me that here, I'm going to talk about it. But yeah, that's what it does. Oh, God. You're just going to have a little bit though, Paolo. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Am I doing it? Do it. All right. Oh, that's foul. Brett. I'm kind of amazed that you did it. I mean, the aftertaste is just fucking nasty. You have some I water feel, there, so. I feel like <laughs> I've been licking someone's dirty foot. Okay. All right. I mean, I can't say that I have a comparison to, <laughs> to, to make to that that I've done it, but if that's what a sweaty foot would taste like, I think. All right. Well, this that was fun. That how was fun do you do? Me. How much really do you drink? How much do you drink of that, that at one time? Did. All right, so let's talk about it. Um, I drank sixteen ounces. A time? What would you say that was? Yeah. Like a two ounce? I mean, maybe not even. Oh, bro, we're gonna have to rethink this friendship because that so. is some horrific concoction. <laughs> but it's not a concoction. It's like straight up celery juice. All right, you better explain the benefits of this right. shit because so I'm let's... very unimpressed. <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about celery juice. So this is a big trend. So this is one of the things we're doing here. We're talking about things that are trends. Um, and I think most people agree that the celery juice trend started with this guy called the medical medium. Paolo, you're going to love this. I can't That's wait. That's the guy's name? He has a name, Anthony Williams, but he goes by the medical medium. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you told me that first, I wouldn't have drank that. Well, okay. okay. Next up is going to be a celery juice cleanse. <laughs> yeah, not for me. But he wrote a book, basically, all about this. And his whole thing is that um, he, just keep an open mind, this is not for everyone, this is heady stuff, but his thing is that he feels that spirit um, basically speaks to him and he can read people. So he's a medium because he basically can read people's illnesses. So all the time when he walks by people, spirit speaks to him and tells, oh, tells him what's oh, going on. on. <laughs> tells him what's going on with them. And he's been able to do this since four years old. All right, where does he live? I want And it's him. like uncanny. I mean, he, he has no medical training, nothing. And he's able to diagnose people like... Whose spirits is very, telling very him that these... Spirit. Who's spirit. the Spirit. Spirit. If you know, you know. Just, yeah. This is going downhill very quickly. So that's who Anthony Williams is. You can look him up. He's, oh, I'm going to look him he up. He has an Instagram account. He's all over. That's medical medium. But he oh, this, really I still have this. I'm sorry. I still have this aftertaste in my mouth. Oh, the boo-boo. Have some water. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Oh, it's, um, not, it's like I... Oh, he's still not done. Okay. I was in the ocean and I gulped a big load of seawater and someone had peed in it at the same time. That's what this tastes like. Okay. I'm looking forward to the next allergy. Allergy. Uh, Analogy. Well, so just, yeah, if I'm thrown up by This then. is supposed to actually get rid of allergies. But so Anthony Williams, medical medium, believes that 
you know, there's just tons of medical benefits to celery juice. And there are. Um, there's a bunch of things he claims it can do, like improving energy levels, reducing bloating, increasing clarity. He also feels it reduces inflammation. So um, he has said, Anthony, part of Anthony Williams' thing is he helps people that have things like Lyme disease, autoimmune disorders. Um, a lot of what he does is help women who are walking around with these problems and not really realizing what's going on. Um, and he uses celery juice in this to kind of help people. Um, and it, for whatever reason, it just kind of took off. Um, I'd say probably about two years ago now. And when I first saw it, I was very, this is what I do with most trends. I just kind of, I just kind of like see what's going on. And then I usually don't jump right on. I'm pretty skeptical at first. So I spent a couple months being skeptical. And then I was like, hey, you know what? I'll try it. And this is about a year and a half ago. And I only tried it, you know, like I would try it a couple days and then I wouldn't do it for a while. And then I would try it a couple, you know, a few more days and I wouldn't do it for a while. So I didn't really see any big benefits. And I'll tell you, when I started, I started with like two ounces and I took a shot of it. Celery juice is extremely cleansing. So that means when you drink it, you really, you have to start slowly because it, it like you will be running to the bathroom. Now I have a, a serious question. How many, what do you call it, a stick of celery? How many mm. pieces of celery do you need to get the juice out to make two ounces or 16 ounces? So I didn't make that, like full disclosure. Yeah. I went to a local juice. Don't say where because I've just bashed the taste of that. Oh, you know, they yeah. wouldn't care because it's well, not like they okay. put anything in it. It yeah, just means you don't like celery, no, the no, taste no. of celery. No. Um, but... I would say like a head of salary, do you call it a, a stalk? A stalk? A head? A head of salary is is probably sufficient. So um, would you get the same benefits drinking it as you would eating it? Could you make a celery soup? So it's different because when you juice things, and I'm not an expert on this, when you juice things, you are kind of stripping some things out. You're stripping right. out some fiber and fiber, stuff. So right. if you ate a whole thing of salary, you probably would have even more benefits, okay. but that would be pretty brutal. <laughs> I just felt my stomach rumble. <laughs> Well, you know where the bathroom is. No, I don't. <laughs> Which direction is it? Straight back. <laughs> yeah, like it can be embarrassing. Yeah, when I first started, I had to kind of keep close to home. That's crazy. But, and so now I'm up to about, I would say anywhere from like 12 to 16 ounces a day. And what I about six months ago, I started drinking it more regularly. So I started drinking it maybe about five five days a week. And I will say I have noticed a difference. Um, my morning routine has changed because of it. Um, if you want to try drinking it, you really should drink it on an empty stomach. So first thing in the morning is when I have it. Um, and then you don't want to eat for like 20 to 30 minutes afterward. And, and this is, I'm not messing around here. Yeah, Serious yeah. question. Yes. If you drink this, if you drink like a 16 ounce or whatever. Yeah. Should you allot time in the morning to make sure you have ample bathroom time? Because yeah, I, like now I wouldn't because okay, my stomach is so it. used to it and okay. I like can feel what's happening. But okay. when you're starting out, I yes, I would say be very careful, especially if you're someone who um, doesn't really eat clean a lot. Like, okay. and, you know, for me, I eat clean, so it wasn't like a huge adjustment. Um, but, you know. Yeah, and I'm asking that seriously because... I found 
through mostly on the fitness side of things, but when it comes to nutrition also, like any excuse for people not to do things, they'll find it. So if, if it becomes a problem that they're needing the bathroom on the train or something or what, you know, because they're doing yes. this, I you know, want to make sure that they're well, well, well informed. Yes. Prior. And I'm going to kind of talk about okay. that a little bit. I'm going to talk about like the good stuff about it that I've noticed and then the things that I think are a challenge mm-hmm. and why it's like most definitely not for everyone. Um, so what I've noticed is working for me. And I will also say is that, yes, like I do eat pretty clean. I've been working on reducing the amount of alcohol I drank over the past few months. Um, you know, I've been, this is kind of, it's strange cause it's kind of gotten me to change my eating habits a little bit. Um, you know, and I, I work out quite often. Yeah. So again, like you have to take all of that into consideration. It's not like I'm just drinking celery juice and it's this miracle thing. Um, but I do notice reduced inflammation, reduced bloating. I think my skin is definitely clear. My digestion has gotten a lot better. Um, so those are kind of the benefits that I've seen from it. The challenges are that um, it can be costly. It yeah, can be what's, costly. what would a so like a week's worth cost? What would and can you buy a few days in advance, or does it have to be like one day and it goes off? So the cost can really vary. It all depends if you are. So you can make it yourself, which means you need a juicer. I started off by doing that, but it's a real pain. Anyone who has a juicer knows that juicer stinks. Yeah, it's a real pain to clean it. Making it's fine. Cleaning it is a pain, and it just got to be so annoying. Um, buying it pre-made is more expensive because you're paying and for is, your laziness. <laughs> is it literally just celery? It's literally just celery. Like I could make this at the gym with our juicer. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, I, like Trader Joe's sells celery juice now. What's a bottle cost there? I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking. I might start three, making this bucks, stuff. Three, four yeah. bucks. They're always sold out because this is such a trend. Okay. Um, you just, you don't want to have it. I like the kind that's made somewhat freshly. Um, the more fresh it is, the better it is mm-hmm. for you, the more effective it's going to be. Um, and you really don't want to get it too far in advance. So I, I try to go about no more than like two, three days okay. in advance. And that kind of applies to all juice, frankly. Um, yes. Which is like another subject. That was a, that was a so. problem we had at the gym was we were making these wellness shots and because of the quantity, you'd have to make quite a lot in one batch. Yeah. And then they just sit in the fridge and not enough people will buy them. And after two or three days, you have to toss them. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So that's kind of the pros and the cons. And for now, I'm going to keep doing it. My routine in the morning is I have that celery juice and then I'll have hot water with lemon. Um, which is also, it doesn't have all the benefits of celery juice, hot water with lemon, but like if you're looking for a good detox, and this is what I tell my clients, Mm -hmm. you don't have to, you know, the celery juice thing, yes, it's not for everyone, right? Like if you're worried about going to the bathroom on the train, probably not for you, but you can have hot water with lemon when you wake up and that is a great way to kind of detox your body. And so when I did my little crash course with you, we were doing the the lemon thing, and you mm-hmm. said cold lemon, cold water with lemon was okay too. Yeah, it is. is I it, just prefer hot. Okay, because so that was a problem for me was I didn't have time to let the hot water cool down before I wanted to leave the house, so I, I had started having cold water. And now I'm just too late to be honest, and too lazy to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, there's such yeah. easy ways to do it though. Like I yeah. cut up a lemon in advance and I put it all in a stasher bag. Yeah, and I just it's easy. Yeah. you just have to prepare in advance. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like everything. Yeah. Um, so I did it again. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Did the click. So those are the pros and cons. And what I'll really just say about it is that, um, it's not a diet. 
Mm-hmm. It does not replace food. For me, it pushes my breakfast later. Okay. So I will have the celery juice, and now I find a lot of times I'm not really hungry until 10, 11. Interesting. Um, does it taste good now to me? No, but it's not. I used to have to take it as a shot, really, and now I can just drink it. Um, I also want to say that just green juice, like another kind of juice, is, yeah. a, is a great alternative with some kind of fruit in there. Okay. If that's, you know, more your jam. Um, and I kind of also just want to say, like, to remember, you know, with these wellness trends, it's fun for us to be talking about it, but... Can you hear my stomach right now? I can. Yikes. It's crazy, oh right? I don't feel. I don't. Don't worry. Oh There's no no evacuation ready, but you can hear that, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's very. It's powerful stuff. Yeah. It really is. Can you imagine if you? Had all that? <laughs> you would be yeah, you running. would really screw. I don't know if I would have talked to you again. You'd be <laughs> you did that to me. But to be honest, I could get used to the taste. I think, even though it yeah. does taste like a foot. It's like anything. You get used to it. I used to plug my nose and drink it. Um, But the thing to remember here, and this is like when Paolo talks about what he's doing, just remember bio-individuality. Yes. This is not for everyone. Just because, you know, a hot influencer on Instagram says that this is like the end-all be-all doesn't mean it's going to be right for you. This stuff like drives me insane. Just because I say that it's working and I'm seeing benefits that doesn't mean it's going to be right for you. Mm-hmm. We all have, our lives are all very different. Um, our bodies are all very different. And so this this is what I'm going to repeat probably every single episode of this podcast is to use your intuition, use your gut, like literally, and maybe try it. But if you're forcing or you're pushing or you're doing this for the wrong reasons, like because you want to cleanse yourself of food and you want to eat like crap and then just like run to the bathroom and get it all out. Nope. That's mm-hmm. disordered. We do not want to be getting into that territory. No. So um, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, I would say. And it's not for everybody. Yeah. And that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Even going back to like my training, I don't, I don't do as much exercise as say I make you do. You know, I don't, do as many exercises in a workout but I've been doing you know I've been lifting weights since I was 16 so that's 17 years of lifting weights so I know what my body is my body needs and what my body's used to so I wouldn't expect that same workout to work for any of my clients right right you know and every every person's different like you say and it's very important to to keep in mind you know across the board with any of this stuff like look at you and Lloyd yeah. Do you want to talk for just a quick second about, I mean, A, first yeah. of all, your bodies are completely different. Yeah. Well, a, and a quick plug for my other podcast. If you want to hear more of me, there is yeah. a FitPod, a FitPod, a podcast <laughs> called The FitPod yeah. that I do um, with my business partner, Lloyd, uh, where we, it's just fitness. Um, and we, we break down a lot of the silly trends and fitness and that. But yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> pushing, I mean, he must, I think he's over 250, 260 pounds. Wow. Um, strong as a oh, he's a brick shit house he's strong as hell um and we train you know he trains a lot different to how we would train his clients but that's just what his body needs and what he, his goals are different to what his clients goals are yeah you know and i remember a time where he he was trying to get over 800 pounds on the deadlift and we oh were talking God. just the other day and he, you know he, he did it it took him a few years and he 
it was like I'm he said that I'm nowhere near trying to get near that again like it can break your body down yeah you know so yeah, yeah you're you will change over time also not just your you know your individuality is also um constantly evolving yes so yep yeah so that's me, and I am so excited to talk about what you're doing, Paolo. I have so many questions okay, so that I can't wait to ask. Intermittent fasting, it's not really a new trend. It's been pretty popular for eight to ten years, would you say? Like, yeah, yeah, I do think right now, though, it's having a moment. So there's various ways of doing it. Um, essentially, you're fasting for a period of time. The minimum is 12 hours, and then you've got I think the most popular one's like 16 to 8 hours. You yes, say? that's yeah. right. I think it's so called 16, 8. Yeah, so you fast for 16, eat for 8. There are some ways you do that, like 3 days a week, and then you fast for 24 hours. There, I saw one that's, you know, 5, 2. I forget what that structure is, where you do 2 days of fasting completely, and yes. then you have 5 days of just being normal. Yep. So there, there's various ways of doing it. The, the theory behind it is when you're in a fasting state, you use up all the glucose and glycogen in your in your body and then your body starts using fats to burn energy there's also stuff like cell regeneration and it's actually a treatment that they use with cancer patients now because mm. they think it will help regenerate cells and kill off any of the bad cells you want to hear something interesting Go ahead. um so uh my oldest son suffered a concussion um about a week ago and we've been seeing a doctor for some treatments and he recommended that um, he start intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it because he's 10 and it just was, yeah, no, he's, he's already like, doing, well, you tried one day, right? He's right. Yeah. Like we, we made it to, he made it to 8.30. I made it till 9.30. Yeah. We did great. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting because there's medical, it seems like there's sort of medical. Yeah. And Harvard just came out with a study about it. Um, literally like, two weeks ago i can't remember what exactly it said but it was more geared towards the 16 17 18 hours and they just, they just see a lot of benefits for it mm-hmm. um for weight loss in particular um obviously the longer the fast goes the the more fat you're gonna burn mm-hmm. um you have to look at your lifestyle though so one reason i'd never tried it was because um precision nutrition who uh, probably my go-to for overall um nutrition in the fitness industry they're very they have a well you know an even kill they don't they'll look at trends they'll try them and then they'll see what what the benefits are but they did a big study on it and they kind of concluded it works it's good but if you're you know highly stressed or if you don't sleep enough probably stay away from it yeah i definitely don't sleep enough i probably average five six hours a night um just because of my work schedule and that's why i didn't try it but then I, i i got to thinking well you know i typically don't eat anything till 10 11 in the morning i would just have a latte so i've cut that out now i just don't eat breakfast so i've been doing a, a 12 12 may it stretches to 13 14 hours the fast sometimes today i probably was a little bit under 12 because i was just so tired but i felt i've been feeling pretty good on it though i've, I've definitely noticed my appetite has shrank like i don't eat as much as i used to mm, i can't sit and eat as big a meal as i used to um, there's not too many cravings anymore. I like six, seven o'clock at night. I, I find if there's snacks around me, I'll start munching. So I've tried to replace the chips with the carrots. Um, so you go break this down at like a micro level. You start eating when I, well, it's more to do when I stop eating because like because of my work schedule, I sometimes don't get home till nine. Um, or like we've been doing stuff with the kids and by the time they're in bed and whatever, you know, whatever, 
just don't eat till nine, ten o'clock. I mean, it used to be, you remember, it used to be even worse for us. We used to not eat till like 11 o'clock at night sometimes. That's so great. yeah, we've pulled that back. We've got more sensible with that. But yeah, so it's, if I, I typically try and stop by 10, if it's a weekend or like I was out last night, I was drinking till about 11. So, you know, it can vary. So then the next day I'll go at least 12 hours until I start eating again. You can have black coffee. Now there is an argument that you should have nothing. Yeah, this is one of my questions. Yeah, there is. There is. I did a quite a bit of research before I started on it. Um, and there's arguments to having black coffee and not having black coffee. The idea is if, if it's for weight loss, you can have like, really you can have anything that's under 50 calories and it won't really kickstart your metabolism again. But for like cell regeneration, they're saying don't do anything, don't have anything. Hmm. Um, I'm not versed enough in the science to explain why, but that was the takeaway. Mm -hmm. So I've been having the black coffee. And just that's black helped. coffee. Just black coffee, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're on a 12-12 protocol? Pretty much, yeah. And like I said, it probably ends up being 11-13, you know, 14-10, on, depending on the day. But it's been about three and a half weeks now. And? I feel good. I think I'm, I think I look a bit more lean. You mm -hmm. know, I'm, I'm not very overweight in, in the first place. I'm quite, right. quite defined anyway, but I always want to improve. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I, I think I have seen some, some changes. Do you feel different like mentally, energy wise? Um, I don't know. It's so hard. I wish I could have a, a better sleep pattern to judge that on. Cause I think a lot yeah. of it is more dictated by like, like I, this today I woke up, I think during the middle of a deep sleep as I've been foggy all day, even though normally I can run on four or five hours of sleep, but today I feel it particularly bad. Um, so I don't know if that's because I haven't eaten, I didn't eat or because mm -hmm. I didn't sleep. So it's kind of a, a toss up. So your eating window, do you mm -hmm. basically compress three meals into that? No, I, you know, that's interesting. I've actually found I probably end up skipping a meal. So like today I ate at probably about 11 o'clock. And I haven't eaten anything since. Okay. So like that's, it's probably like breakfast and lunch become one meal. Right. Like what would you, so what time do you have to stop? Nine? I'll stop today at like 10, 11. I'll be drinking tonight. So okay. 10, 11. <laughs> so this yeah, look, is interesting. The day, though, you're not like strict about it, nah, which is interesting. That's, a, that's, see, that's my first. I'm going to give it like three months of just eating what I want, not really caring and just doing the, the windows and see if that first has an effect. Then I'm going to, Get a bit stricter if I don't see any results or if I don't feel a difference, I'll get a bit more strict with what I'm eating and mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. To right, because it's not like, I mean, you still have to kind of. It's not like oh, I'm intermittent fasting now. So like, yeah. let's say you're doing the eight, the twelve eight. Is that mm -hmm. it? No, that'd be twenty hours. Eight, what happens the rest of your four hours? I don't know. <laughs> the other one with eight. Sixteen. Sixteen eight. Yeah. Right, 24. So it's not like in the eight hours you just go crazy and eat like a burger and fries and then a bag of Doritos. And <laughs> I mean, some days. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't judge myself on it. I'll just, uh, I'll eat what I want. But do you do, do, you do that normally? No. But, and, and again, like, I'd, we went out for Mexican last night and I normally I would have like demolished the three tacos I had. I would have mm -hmm. wanted an appetizer. Mm -hmm. I feel like the second taco was like kind of stuffed. And I, I ate the insides and didn't eat the, the third taco. We'd mm -hmm. been eating some chips in a little bit, but nothing like I used to be able to eat. Even, I mean, my girlfriend's noticed a difference. Mm -hmm. she's, she's like, you don't eat as much as you used to. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing too. I'm a firm non-believer in um, calories being the, the reason you gain or lose weight. Yeah. 
I'm a big believer in that. I don't mm-hmm. believe it's anything to do with calories in and calories out. I think it's a complete insulin and glucose regulation that affects that. Uh, we can go into that on another another day. I like to get into right. that with a nutritionist, like a if yeah, we can get, if we can we find one. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's tons. Yeah, um, we can talk a little bit about yeah. So Are yeah, you, so I'm not monitoring calorie intake in that time period. Okay. Are you hungry? Like. Are you like, are there days where you're, it's like 10 o'clock and you're like, today, yeah, like today was particularly bad, but again, I don't know if it's just because I was low on sleep. Mm -hmm. I drank quite late into the night. I didn't Mm -hmm. drink more than I would normally, but it was later than usual. So maybe my sugar levels were all fucked up from it. Could have been that. Um, But yeah, for the most part, like a coffee will satiate me. And I was actually thinking about this celery juice because it's zero calories, right? Yeah. So I could essentially drink that and, um, I'm assuming, I have to look into it, but I'm assuming I could drink that and it wouldn't affect. Yeah, I wouldn't think so, but you should look it up. Yeah. Um, I do want to think, so like this is something that I still, well, you can tell me. I have thought about trying it, but then I get a little bit nervous because I'm definitely the kind of person, and you know, and we can talk about this in another episode, but I've definitely been like, I mean, I think it's safe to say like orthorexic. Um, not as severely as some people, but... What, what does that term mean? Orthorexic means you're overly controlling with your food intake. Okay. Um, and you're, like, obsessed with being healthy. hmm So, and I, I'm the kind of person where, like, if you give me a rule, I will run that rule into the ground. So, mm-hmm. like, intermittent fasting, if I did that, I wouldn't be like you. I'd be like, it's 11.55, like, I can't eat till noon. Yeah. I don't care how hungry I am. I'm not, I'm not eating. And then it starts becoming like this is just for me yeah then it starts becoming about restriction mm-hmm. and it's a stress which is really where i've been in that place yeah and i don't want to be there again um but i know it's so good for you so like how do you feel about the fact that you know because the truth is that you're still eating you're not cutting back how much you're eating no you're just shifting well that's, that's the thing right i with nutrition i'm i'm kind of, even with even with training like i'm a very like minimal dose What's the minimum amount of working out I can do that's going to get me the results I want? And like that's probably what I was getting to in terms of when I, because I've been doing it so long, I know what my minimum dose is. And I give myself that for working out and that's it. If, I, if I'm not happy with whatever, I'll increase the weights or I'll, you know, might add some more sets in or whatever. But mm. for the most part, it's a minimum dose. Same with nutrition. Like the, the, the less I can care about it, the better. Mm-hmm. Because I, like you, I was in that place when I was in college. I was, you know, I was trying to gain weight, trying to, you know, when I started college, I was 120 pounds. Mm. You know, now I'm 160. I haven't weighed myself in a year, so I don't know, but like in the 160s. So, you know, I, I was obsessed with making sure I had certain meals at the right time mm-hmm. and the right, you know, protein here and there, whatever. And I even turned down sex with my girlfriend at the time. She was like, oh, you want to go home and, you know, I was like, now I've got to go back to my place and get some protein. Yeah, see, that, I would say that's bordering on orthorexic. Yeah. yeah. I, when I heard myself say that. Especially. And I still yeah. went home and had the protein <laughs> as well. But like, I, I, that was, that's when I kind of realized, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's slow, like the ultimate. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just sort of in conclusion. Yeah. Who should, who do you think like would benefit from this? And maybe who should kind of give it a pass? I mean, anyone could benefit from it. It's just a case of does your lifestyle fit with that that structure? Like if you have early morning meetings at work and you don't function very well without having a meal in you, right. then 
you know, yes, you could adjust to it. It's just, you know, a lot of a lot of when we eat is a behavior and you get your body used to it. Yeah. And then, you, you know, there's science to like what's in your gut affecting your brain thinking I need food. Mm-hmm. Like the bacteria in your gut crave sugar. So that's why you crave sugary things all the time. So you could learn it, but at the same time, it's like, do you have the time to try that? Like, is it going to mess up your, are you going to start being irritable with the kids and all this stuff? There's a lot of factors to go into. Like, are you willing to put that work in to try it? Right. Um, Like I said, and for me, it wasn't that huge a shift. Like I was just, I don't have my latte in the morning for the most part. You know, and I don't have, I would maybe have some like peanut butter and bread mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. morning, but now I just don't have it. Um, one more question about mm-hmm. it. Actually, I've always wondered this. What about working out fasted? Don't do it. Okay. I, I mean, I've done it once. So then like I couldn't do it because. No, I got, I got lightheaded. You can do cardio on it. Um, there's reasons for not doing, you know, for having low sugar, low sugar levels where you're lifting, you know, on, in terms of uh uh, protein synthesis and stuff. Um, but you know, I'm, again, I'm not versed enough in the science without it in front of me to, to repeat exactly why, but you know, for the most part, you don't want to do it. Okay. But you know, I haven't said that a lot of people do it early morning. I train clients at five, six in the morning right? and they're fine. I think I could do it early morning, but then as the morning went on. Yeah, no, I did it. I did it like 1130 one day and I hadn't eaten and right. I was getting lightheaded. That's where the celery juice is good though. Cause like that, that 10 30 time mm-hmm. where I train with you, I've gone without food before. Yeah. Um, and it's been okay because I have the celery juice. If I didn't have that though, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And again, like if you're very stressed, it can end up keeping your body in a stress state, which is going to write, you know, raise your cortisol levels. Okay. Flight. Yes. Yeah, so you're going to keep yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be in a, a fat making, retaining mode That's versus right. a fat burning mode. So, there, there's a lot of things at play here. Um, yeah. I also want to say, you know, if there's moms out there listening who have young kids or are pregnant or thinking thinking about getting pregnant, this isn't no, for you. No. This isn't for you. This might be for you in a couple years, but, you know, just focus on getting sleep, taking care of yourself, and, you know... This stuff will be there. This yeah. stuff will be there when you come out on the other side. So yeah, and you know, we'll, we'll check in on my progress when we do these monthly wellness things. Um, you know, we might find in a month I've stopped. Right, you right. Know. Yeah, we um, should do that next month when we have our next yeah. spotlight. We should check in and yeah. see. And same with me. Like, I don't, you know, in the seasons, I tend to eat differently um, with the shift of seasons. So we're going to be going into spring and then summer. You know, I may not keep it up and I also will say I don't do this when I travel because I just don't want to take any chance right. that my de- digestion is going to be yeah you know, there's enough to worry about when you travel with digestion so I, yeah I don't do this when I travel yeah and my advice to anyone would be if you want to lose weight maybe just look at your overall diet and try replacing what you're having at certain times make sure you have enough protein make sure you have you know your greens and all that yeah. all the stuff we all know but we don't do Look at that first and then, then try this. Yeah. You know? Yep. But there are, there are people I've suggested try it. I don't know if they've really stuck to it, but, you know, everything's worth trying. But it you have, is you have to, again, you have to, like everything we talk about, you have to know yourself. That's right. Just know what's right for you. Give it a try. But the minute you start, um, the minute it starts feeling restrictive or that you're sort of like pushing, mm-hmm. it's probably not, not, not good. Yeah.
Um, sorry, we had to stop for a second there, and then my stomach was uh, talking. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, we're we're good. We're good. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, we're fine. We have two minutes I mean, left. So. I'll, I'll find a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so don't don't try this when. So well, just, just on a related topic, when I was in real estate school. I'd forgotten how much I hated being in quiet rooms for a long period of time because my stomach does like to talk a lot. And so then you had the hunger going with the gas talking to each other. And it was just the most it's embarrassing. Not I, like, a good luck. No, I hate not it. It's so embarrassing. You. And I'm used to, I've been working in gyms for 10, 11 years. I'm used to it being loud and you know, we're in the studio where mm-hmm. it's loud. No one hears mm-hmm. when your stomach's talking. Well, but we can more, hear it this, all here, Paolo, I, Yeah, I wonder if it picks up on this when we listen back. But on that note... <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it up. Um, do hit us up on Instagram. I know you, Brett's uh, got our official one rocking and rolling. Yep. Tell me something good show. Thank you so much for listening to. We really appreciate you being here. Make sure to subscribe and rate us. Yeah. Thank you to everyone that has so far too. Yes. Well, and so that's the interesting thing. We don't know if you subscribed. There's no way of us seeing it. So if you if you do, like take a screenshot and hit us up with it. Let's send it to yes. us so we know. You know, because it really does make our day. Oh my gosh, that would make my whole life. Well, maybe not that extreme, but it'd be great. Yeah, let's not exaggerate. It would be great. I like to exaggerate. All right, so uh, that's us for Tell Me Something Good. That's it. Love you. Mean it. Oh, you. No? (laughs) Yeah, it still doesn't feel right. Okay. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the flip side. How about that? No, I promise I won't (laughs) let Brett do an ending again. Okay. I'll just leave the, the exit to Paolo and his stomach.